G'day punters, welcome to another episode of The Mailbag. This week, Pete, Rob and I chat all things racing, a tough day at Randwick and a decent day at the Valley. We discuss who won and why, with an eye to the good races just around the corner. As always, The Mailbag and our reviews are powered by punningform.com.au, the number one racing database in racing. Every sectional we speak about on today's show can be yours with a sectional ProForm subscription. It's the version everyone at the mailbag uses. If you're semi-serious about horse racing, you've got to give punning form a go. This seasonal transition period, four guys who enjoy looking at horses and punting on horses band together to give you mail on horses. Live from wherever their families allow them to record, Drew Patchell. I'll, uh, I'll do you from behind if you want. If it's just quick in and out, no strings attached to That's really sweet. Why didn't you put that in an email to me? Pete Anthonis. Oh, is Elaine? She left you yet? Yeah. All right, see you then. She has left him. I forgot about that. Rob Scurry. So what? At least I've got my health. And if you haven't got your health, if you've got one leg, at least I haven't got two legs missing. And if you have lost both legs and both arms just go at least I'm not dead and Jack Dickens I'd rather be dead in that situation to be honest I'm not saying people like that should be you know put down I'm saying that in my life I'd rather not live without arms and legs because you know I'm just getting into yoga this is the mailbag I don't know no king Rob Scurry my man hey trouble Really good to go. Just a little better than Chuka. Yeah, it was handy, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of me, right out. Jamie um, Car, three wide cover. No, nah, I don't need cover. I'll just roll along here because I'm, I'm on a good horse. Great ride, Jamie. Thank you very much, and God bless you. Bit similar to the, the thing at Sale. Oh, in, Ollie. In, in. I've just written thoughts and musings, and my God, my admiration for Damien's at. <laughs> if, you, if your first if your first name starts with D and you're riding Victoria, you, you, you're a very very good jockey. D Lane, D Oliver, my two favourites right now. I've got a story about D Lane though. He was on Racing.com about um, you know what you learn from Japan, and he just goes to ride with instinct, and because uh, they don't give any instructions over there. Um, okay. You know, yeah, they expect you know the races to be run like hard, and you just want to you get get your horse in a good rhythm. Um, yep. and now he's got to come back to Australia where the jockeys, the owners, everyone wants to say on how the fucking race is going to be run. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I better adjust to that. Or I won't get the rights. Well, while we're, while we're talking about D-Lane and riding, we've got to probably give him a big shout-out for what he did for me, mine, you guys, with iBoogie Race 5, Mooney Valley. Uh, we took 31s, 34s and movers, only better the day. Just God bless Damien. That was an outstanding ride. Pushed it out where he needed to, found clear air, and bang. That was big. I haven't got that excited at the well, since I was probably at the Valley last time. I didn't even get that excited at sale. I was more of a leaf. You just love, love the Valley, don't you? You just love, love the Valley. It. You just, it's just, it's just probably going to work out for you at the Valley. Though, to be honest, I, I was on at the 10 bucks um, just because I thought, oh, if this thing wins and I'm not on, I'm going to be shitty as hell. Um, so I, I, I had a reasonable result of the race, but nothing like you. Well, that's because you're a silly boy and you didn't follow the information. Pistol uh, Pete, no. my man, how are you going? Did you follow the information? I did. I backed it twice. It was bolting in run, so I had more on in run. It was just great. Magnificent. 
How do you go at Belmont on Saturday? Uh, I think Dates and I referred to it as one of the worst meetings of the year and, uh, yeah, pretty quiet for the most part. I managed to get something on Go Crying each way at uh, round 60 to 1, which was good, but um, it didn't win. It didn't win. It ran second. Still each way. Something for the battlers. Yeah. All right, punters. This week we're going to preview. We're going to review. Thanks to punningform.com.au, Ramwick and Mooney Valley. We're going to touch on four races from Ramwick. Races one, race two, race six, and finish with race seven. Pete, what did they do in race one? Race one at Randwick, won by Mandela. They went benchmark. They went even. 0.9 lengths to the 600. None of the horses broke class benchmark, but they went very even in this event. Rob, how did you see in parade? I saw, I saw this pretty well. Um, we got the winner on top that was slowly away, sort of following our money from the week before when, um, you know, we, I, I did a you know small amount of units on this horse, but we're in front on Mandela now. Um, I, I quite like the three the three place getters here. Uh, yep. I think Art Collection definitely should have won the race. It's, it's surprising J-Mac hasn't got this home. Um, just because it, it should have won. Um, anyone will tell you that. He even got the protest third against second, which hurt me a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's got a lot of condition on it. Um, I think it's it's probably the one to follow out of the race. Mandela is a really classy-looking horse. It's, obviously, he's caught my eye a couple of times, but um, it looked pretty much at top. And with all these good, you know, 1,200-meter horses, three-year-olds coming back, I think he could struggle. Edison was first up, and um, I think he could, Get over a little bit more ground, and you know, decent horse for Bjorn Baker should be able to win at least one in town. All right, race two is a 1200 meter race of benchmark 70. Peter, what they do in this event, they went uh, pretty slow here 4.4 lengths slow for the class two to 600. But uh, coming home, we've had four horses, the first four across the line have all broke the class benchmark for the, the overall figure there. So they've gone pretty slow out though, yeah, Rob. Thoughts from the yard? Oh, look, this is this is this isn't just I'm disgusted with myself here. I, it sort of said I tried to grab hold of the meeting. You know, a true detective um, paraded like just like it was a moral. The only thing that I thought could possibly beat it was Miss D, which we had second in the numbers. And I've done my I've done spunks four units on a dollar seventy shot, and I feel sick if you watch the race. It should, it, you know, it, it's a dollar thirty shot. It should have won, but you know, what am I doing? Um, putting units on it, it's just a fucking great game. And you know, after the highs of race one, the lows of race two was 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 equally um, equal. Oh, it sounds like up. pretty spot on the bet to me. Really, I, it's run it, it, on paper. I could see before the meeting, it looked like a dollar forty shot on on paper. Yeah, you found it on yeah, top well, in the yard. Like you got a bet. Yeah, well. Um, it's just not my go usually to go, you know, I don't like I, I got on it at like a nearly dollar seventy, I think, dollar seventy or five or something, and um it, it, it was backed in. Um shorter than that. Started like a dollar sixty. What do you it's want to do this, with true detective moving forward? Oh, I think we'll probably do what we did with Mandela. We'll probably, you know, barter up one more time. Might cop two ten or something given it's failed. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, it, it could go back to a Wednesday and we'll start at a dollar ten and, and win, well, you know, dollar thirty and, and really be a dollar ten shot. Um, yeah, look, misdeed at top again for Snowden. They've trained the first two winners here. 
Race six, the Dixie Blossoms Achievement, benchmark 78, over 1,800 metres. Phillies and Mares. Peter, what'd they do? They went really quick. They went 8.6 lengths fast to the 600, and every horse in the field has broken the overall class benchmark as well. It's the fastest riding race of the entire meeting by some way, by four four lengths. Yeah, exactly four lengths. This is the, this is the strongest race on the card. Rob, how'd they parade here? Well, uh, Tory Joy um, did everything right to win the race. He looked um, too fit for Waller. It's been up for a while. It's got Cathy on um, with its barrier manners. I just was, just let it go. You know, you know, I don't like too fit for Waller. Um, I don't think he's actually beaten anything here. You know, we've got Waking Moment who looked um, holds condition that top, but it's a, really a slug. Um, Missy Bill's not much more than a Wednesday horse. So I know the data says this is a strong race, but to me, these are benchmarks. You know, seventy-five horses. Tory Joy, maybe a bit better than that. But you know, given that she sometimes misses a start and stuff, it's yeah. To me, not not a good race to follow. Sounds like a pretty uninspiring race for you moving forward, Rob. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I was on the um, the German. I thought I'd put on condition, um, attention, run. It's got Sam Clinton on. Um, you know, I, I think that can. You know, probably the horse I want to follow out of the race is come home all right. Fair enough. Race seven, last race we're going to look at at Randwick. It was over 300 metres. It was an open three-year-old and up. Peter? Uh, they went below barrier trial speed. They went 13 lengths slow to the 600. Nothing broke the class benchmark overall. No surprise there. Rob, can we gauge anything from this, from the yard, from the way the race was run, or is this just a complete barrier trial where we need to be really careful going forward? Oh, look, um... I can't understand how they've ridden Boss Lane here. And I was thinking before the race, this is going to be my second favourite nine-year-old after my daughter. Um, glowing, it's record. It was even, it was even um, you know, well-backed. Um, and they've gone 13 lengths slow. You know, this is a horse which has got 1,000-metre form and uh, it's up over 1,300 and they've still gone that slow. Um, disgusting. Um, Fortensky, you know, we're on that first up at 100. You're back to the minute. So it's running great, but at top for Waller, almost too fit for Waller. Bangkok, um, you know, good good horse. She's just got that wintry coat that makes it totally hard to see, but she's obviously holding condition very well. Um, Gala Mush A, maybe back to a Wednesday could do something. That's it. Speaking of Wednesdays, we're going to have you at Canterbury on Wednesday, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoping for, for not a six-metre rail with just a like, leader dynamite track like I struck last time when we found the follow out of the meeting, which got back off it. <laughs> got back off the pace and stormed over the deer. I remember that. Back yeah, I actually do. We bet that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We bet it on a few horses. One of them was running in the first race, actually, um, at Randwick on Saturday, which was quite um, disappointing uh, for Gary Portelli. Um, yeah, so I had just drop like shot. Yeah, yeah, one Dano, one Dano. All right, that's it for real. Which horse, if any, are we looking to follow from the meeting, Rob? I'm probably going to say Art Collection. Uh, that's race one, Art Collection for the Hayes, Hayes, Dominic, and Morkin. Let's, let's put Rayan Moore in there as well. All right, boys, that's it for real. We'll head over to Mooney Valley now. Boys, we'll head to Moody Valley. Hunters at home, we're going to cover, or in your car, wherever you are, races one, two, 
four, five, and eight. We'll start with race one. Peter, what have they done to the data? And I'll talk about some of the interesting angles to this contest. Uh, eight lengths slow to the 600 for the class. None of the horses have returned with a negative figure, so to speak, uh, for the overall class. So they've gone slow, and that's about it. So they've really, really walked, and somehow the horse that settled last has exploded. It was fucking bolting. Linda looked to go wide, couldn't get out, so she went back up the fence, got out, pushed her way out. Linda doing Linda things, and this thing just strolled in. Its best work was probably through and passed the line. This was a huge, huge performance from this horse, which uh, correlated to the winner of race one at Sandown again yesterday. It's a strong form reference if you go back to the sale race. Um, I don't know what to make of this horse moving forward because it's it's improved nine lengths to do what it's done. Um, I, I'm not sure what this race will be like going forward. I think it's a bit uh, scary, but it could be pretty strong. Um, a big start to the day for Mount Yamal. We backed it. Uh, it's the only winner we backed all day, despite being very, very close all day. Um, yeah, good start to the day. Weird sort of performance. Big peak, and that's about it. Race two, Peter, was a what was it another thousand meter dash open? This was the this was the three year old fillies just turned three. What they do to the data? Uh, they went even here. They went one length slow to the 600. Uh, and again, none of them have actually broken the class benchmark overall. Interesting race. I think the winner, uh, Tariff, we found it from the yard. I should have backed it. I, this was a bit of a mistake for me. I think it was second in the numbers. Is that right? Anyway, it probably was. It was a big performance. I don't think many horses did what it did. The race shape was good. The, the, the ride was outstanding from Luke Nolan. I think Absolute Flush was pretty luckless. And I think Rumble Doll should have won this race. The ride on Rumble Doll, the tactics employed on Rumble Doll cost it the race. They were negative early. This horse went four or five lengths slower than it went at Sandown and came home a length slower. So they took away the horse's biggest asset, which is its motor. Um, I think Rumble Doll... Is a horse worth following. I think Absolute Flirt is in for a good prep. Uh, the winner's in for a good prep. I think it's going to be a really, really strong race going forward and an exciting bunch of young three-year-old fillies, which I look forward to seeing next time. Race number four, please, Peter. 1.4 lengths fast to the 600, and the first four across five across the line have broken the class benchmark here. I've never, ever seen Pacadali parade better in my life. Lindsay. This would be cool. The horse is airborne. Uh, I want to follow Pacadali everywhere it goes this prep. Outstanding parade. Awful ride. And done by a horse, Rod, which you'd agree in New Universe is a little bit of a nonny. Massive nonny. I think it's like a year and a half since it's won. Oh, um, Draw, draw to draw like match to, to be back near last. Walker off, Linda on. We all know the story. Fucking hell. What do you think in run here, Rob? Oh, I knew your thing was going to be brave, but um, I found Linda. She was just you know smoking the pipe, just coiled up behind, just a bit like the thing in the first race. She just looked like she had a lap full. Um, and, and she had less, it was less risk that she was going to get blocked, you know? Like, yeah, I kind of knew she was going to get yours. She wasn't very brave, though. Huge run. 
her intent and tactical nous in the first 400 metres won the race, I thought. Um, very, very frustrated that Pacadale couldn't get the job done. I think if uh, New Universe was giving, given a, just a par ride, we win here. And the theme of the day started from here on out. We ran second. Good bets. Didn't get any collects. Next race is race number five. Wow, we goodness gracious me, 15.1 lengths fast to the 600. And not surprisingly, the first, oh, it goes right down to 11. The first 11 horses across the line of the field of 14 broke the class benchmark. This was the uh, the big race of the day for for us and the and the movers punters. We've talked about this race already. Uh, D Lane, an absolute peach. There's a bunch of rides and runners here that you can follow. It's a solid, solid midweek race. And it, one thing I found fascinating, I talk about in the uh, thoughts and musings this week's edition, is that the trainer of Iboogie S Cameron was questioned by the stewards regarding the improved performance of Iboogie. Iboogie improved two lengths off what it did the previous start with a gear change, a jump out in between, and D-Lane going on. And yet he was questioned about the performance. There was nothing mentioned in the stewards' report about the horse in race one improving nine lengths and being heavily backed near the death. I don't understand why one is questioned and one isn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. What do you always make of that? Hashtag data. Do you think maybe we should... um, get in touch with them and offer them a subscription. Oh, it's, look, every, <laughs> I'm sure they would appreciate it. Uh, it is one of those, it's a bit of antiquated, you know, I guess people look at it and go, well, you know, last start it was, what, $71, settled third, it's run 12 for 13, and then now it's back from 31 into 10, settled back at in eighth position, then one. I don't know. A lot of people, without doing the deep dive, they probably don't think it makes any sense, but it makes complete logical sense, and that's the reason you're able to find it. Yeah, well, the way we do form, you and I, Peter, it was second on our sheets. Yep. Wasn't it? Like, it made total sense. When Nick Noonan found it from the from the jump out between runs, like, we had to have a go at $34, $31, I thought, and yeah, we finally got one right at the big odds. Yeah, anyway, fascinating that, that, that they were questioned. I can't really understand or get over it. Anyway, race eight. Peter, what'd they do here? Yeah, race eight. Uh, that's still race six. Race eight, Usain Bowler's event. 1.9 lengths slow to the 600, so pretty much even. Uh, none of the horses have broken class overall. This was a pretty uh, frustrating event for myself. Found Usain Bowler clearly on top from the yard. Now, the previous race, we backed Masculino from the yard. A noted leader, a sort of horse that grinds him into the ground. And Mark Zara elected to let Linda cross and dictate to him. And there was a boat race home and he couldn't catch her. So Sleepy Mark is in my head as I watch the horses parade for race eight. I find Usain Bowler, Sleepy Mark on. This horse is going to be back. Needs an absolute peach of a ride. It's going to have to take some tight gaps. Well, it got everything and above. Mark, Mark Zara rode this horse. Like, you couldn't have given it a better ride. I'd say it's probably a better ride than D Lane's on Iron Boogie, which is a big call. Um, but potentially Mark's back now. We've backed two horses here, which is just a sickening, sickening result. Um, what were they called? They run second and third. Um, Columbia and. Shit. 
Shit. Beautiful, beautiful flyer. Columbia beautiful flyer. Beautiful flyer with a better ride, more luck wins. And Columbia is ready to win now wherever it goes. It's savage along with Jay Carr aboard. It couldn't do more than it did given the way, the way it was written. Um, I really want to follow Columbia. And I think that if Beautiful Fly got a positive jockey change, I'd be all over it. Now, the horses I want to follow from the Valley meeting are Pacadali and the Statesman. I think they'll both be winning next start. The biggest figure at Mooney Valley was recorded in race number... Oh, that's class benchmark. Hang on, punters. The biggest figure at Mooney Valley was recorded by New Universe, believe it or not. So we back Pacadali. We've been run over by the biggest figure of the day there in New Universe. The fastest last six Four and 200 metres of the entire card, thanks to punningform.com.au, was Condos Express. Um, Rumble Dole closed really strongly in race number two, and Queen Annabelle clocked the second fastest last 200 of the meeting in race number nine. We've got both tracks covered this Wednesday. I'll be at Cranbourne, which I can't wait to get to. I think it's probably my local track now, it or Mornington, maybe even Sandown. Uh, we've got Rob Scurry heading to, heading to Canterbury, which... It's not your local, but it was mine. Make sure you go and say good to my mum for me, Rob. And if you want to get involved in anything we're doing, head to themailbag.com.au. You'll find results, products, content, videos, the works, all at themailbag.com.au. Thanks, and enjoy your week. Bye-bye.